0: Of Sheep and Sleep. I'm your host, Brian. And I am Bill.
1: Also, I'd like to give a quick prayer, let everybody know that we're Christians. And thank you, Jesus, for uh, allowing us to reach
0: out to people. Uh, This episode is going to be kind of different. Well, maybe not really. We're going to talk about things that go bump in the night. Uh, Ghost stories, Bigfoot sightings, aliens, what have you.
1: I like to start off by talking about things here in Kentucky where we live. Uh, Things here in Kentucky. Let's talk about a place, Brian,
0: called Waverly Hills Sanatorium. It is arguably the most haunted place in America, if not in the world.
1: Yes, uh, a little bit about Waverly Hills Sanatorium. For those it's, who don't know, exactly, it's here in Louisville, Kentucky, Jefferson County. It's at. 4,400 Paraly Draft. And uh, from 1910 to 1961 the place, this hospital had a ward for tuberculosis. The whole thing was for TB not Yes. Damn. Not just uh, a ward, a whole hospital. Yes, whole hospital. The, uh, It was known that the hospital was known as uh, the uh, the the pandemic. Speaking of which, (laughs) (laughs) pandemic was known as the white plague,
0: tuberculosis. And uh, they say Doc Holiday had that TB.
1: Yeah, I've seen that as a uh, movie thing. Yep, they played in Tombstone with it. I like to let everybody know that there was a medication given but before the medication was there lots of people died and uh was the name of the medication it's an antibody kind penicillin okay now here's a big one brian take a guess my friend how many people died between 1910 and nineteen sixty one. Spitballing, I'd say a hundred thousand. Uh very close. It was sixty-three thousand died.
0: and fifty years
1: from tuberculosis.
0: Yes. And uh
1: the head doctor was James J. Get this last name, Gaffney. Don't you have a podcast called G- with Gabby with
0: Gaffby G- not B-A-B-B. Yeah. Gaff yeah. Oh hell. Yeah.
1: Gaffney. me. Yeah. Okay. James J. Gaffney was the head doctor there. And uh he founded it. He got everything going. And now that's just the history of it. Now let's get into the what goes on with the nope. night. Here we have, for the longest time, tours through uh, Waverly Hills. And these tours were ghost tours. They even
0: had Ghostbuster-type people there. What was the name of that show? Ghost Adventures was there, and so were the uh, Paranormal Research TV show. Yes, and PRN. I even
1: believe there was a group or not a group, a movie cast studio. Uh, what was they called? Uh, Supernatural. Supernatural <laughs> with the uh, Winchester brothers. Ghost faces. Yes. Winchester, uh, Dean and Sam Winchester. Uh, give a good shout out to them. Uh, I think their uh, final episode was tonight, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, they was at Waverly Hills doing a uh, onset, of course, movie for their show, and they used Waverly Hills uh, building. And we've done tours, and there's been ghost sightings there. Well, and- let's talk about some of the different ghost sightings. Okay, real quick, the tour people going through this tour, I had a friend named Holly. She took it and somebody had one of those ghost meters, and Holly was pregnant at the time, Uh uh-oh, and the ghost came at her trying to touch the baby, and the ghost meter picked it up and showed an an aura, a shape around her pregnancy. Wow. How's that for spooky? Yeah, that
0: is spooky.
1: But yeah, there's been a lot of ghost sightings, and people even challenged
0: people to spend the night oh about the ghost stories so uh, like all good ghost stories you can't have one without a murder or two. Uh, supposedly a nurse uh, was raped and impregnated by one of the uh, uh, one of the patients there and supposedly she hung herself in a her room after finding she was pregnant. Uh, there's also the story that of... That kind of sounds like Freddy Krueger, doesn't it? Yeah. Also the story of the little boy Timmy and a red ball apparently on the second floor. Uh, you can bring a red... You can bring any kind of object and if you talk to the spirit of Timmy, uh, apparently it'll play with you and move the object across the floor. Yeah, uh, I know that. Uh, I'm trying to think. One other. Oh, and of course the infamous body shoot. Uh, there were people dropping at such a dramatic rate that they built an underground passage leading away from the grounds for the disposal of the corpses.
1: Didn't they make a movie called The Tunnel that was based loosely off of that? Pardon not of the... sure Maybe. I think so. I think there's a movie called The Tunnel. And it was faced loosely off of the chute and the corridor in Waverly Hills.
0: And in that body chute, apparently there's been rumors of shadow people, uh, maybe demons. Who knows, you know, so many people lost their lives. Their bodies passed through that tunnel because they didn't want to see, they didn't want to let the Living patients witnessed bodies being moved and they were dying at such a dramatic rate that they felt the need for this.
1: Yes. So, what we're going to be talking about is basically, uh, like we just did, ghosts, a uh, Bigfoot story, uh, an alien versus farmer story. So it's just basically, like you said, Bump in the Night is a good intro title for this tonight. Uh, the only thing I know about Waverly, personally, I've been there one time. Uh, I don't know much. never went inside. I stayed outside. They had a festival outside. I took a friend there because he was playing in a rock band. They had some rock music and a festival outside of the place. And I believe they're selling it and going to turn it into a hotel. That would be interesting.
0: Uh, and that's my only... Would you have any personal No, I- you couldn't pay me to go up there. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, if you you look online, Waverly Hills Sanitarium, Sanatorium, however you want to pronounce it, Louisville, Kentucky, you will find endless ghost stories online. Okay, let's talk about Bigfoot.
1: Bigfoot or Sasquatch is a Canadian and American ape like creature. Now, I learned only a little bit about this creature from the Gimli Patterson film of nineteen sixty-seven. When I seen that film, it kinda made me go,
0: hmm.
1: Now I never disbelieved it, but I didn't know how much strong faith to uh
0: get into it, you know, pursue it or believe it. Now, uh, is that the one where it's like far away and the big woods rolling? That's it. Yeah. Black and white. Yeah, black and white. Now there was something
1: interesting about that that Emily uh, Patterson, Patterson thing. There was a gentleman who uh, studied it. He believes it's real because he was trying to find. He was trying to disclaim it at first that it's fake. There's no truth about it. And what what happened was he did all his points like it falls in this category at any time, it's fake. So he was on the verge of saying can't prove that it's real. Then there was something that sparked and said, "Uh uh-oh, check this out. Well, he, he did all the measurements, and what led him to believe it's authentic is the fact that the creature had breasts. It was female. And you don't buy bear suits or gorilla suits with breasts, now. No. You just, you know, don't. Also,
0: and this was in the 60s, so yeah, you really couldn't blame sexual effects or makeup. Now, he said that when the
1: creature's arms, and legs, you know, boobs,
0: he said, look here, at the sides and down by the thigh. Hey, you can actually see the body twisting as he walked,
1: Right. But what he was getting at, <clears throat> what he was getting at is the hand of the creature was cut, And as it swung down, the claw of the thumb scraped the fat huh, and knocked the fur off the leg. Wow, that shows where it was a brand new costume it wouldn't have that kind of wear and the side where the arm the forearm hit the love handle side of the creature that spot was wore out from the forearm (laughs) and and he goes these marks were put there over time yeah and so that led him to believe this is a legit. Gym. This is a legit sighting. Yep. And the fact that how it walked with its knees forward and how much thigh shin ratio, You
0: went over it pretty good. And its gait was pretty good too. I mean, you know, as far as stride. Yeah. And uh, I
1: got one more story. This is to keep it with the Kentucky theme. We have a place called Fort Knox, Kentucky. It's rumored to have a lot of gold there, and it
0: is a military base. It's supposed to be home to the nation's gold reserves, but a lot of people think that it was moved. But, you know, who knows, because, of course, you can't go in. They did have one opening to a public audit once in the 50s, where they opened the vault doors and let members of the press come in and see all the gold that was stacked from floor to ceiling. Since then, that's been a soul outside of the government in there. Now, Fort Knox, Kentucky, home of the armored division, isn't it? Yes, Tank it division. Is. Yep.
1: On August 1989, uh, the group of military men were on a destroying marijuana mission because it grows up like wildfire here in Kentucky. And it's extremely easy to plant. You just throw the seeds on the ground and this soil, will suck it up, sprout up a six to eight foot marijuana plant. So Fort Knox this, this took place six miles out of Fort Knox. There's a lot of land around Fort Knox. Thousands and thousands of acres. So they was out destroying marijuana one day. And they had a helicopter to scout out marijuana crops. Well, the helicopter pilot seen something radioed to the 113 that was out destroying things. It's like a land tank runs over stuff but it has a gunner on it now in August 1989 there was a uh, encounter while the helicopter seen a group of large bodies so the, the gentleman in the 113 went there When they got there, you
0: know, the Burnheim Forest is right there. Maybe that's why they were referring Could be, could be.
1: This uh there was a group, a family of Bigfoot, sasquatches, whatever you want to call them. There was a father, a mother, and three kids. Well, one of the Little Sasquatches got away. Well, the mother was trapped in like a bear trap or a hunting trap, and the dad was trying to, the Bigfoot father, the dad, was trying to break her free. But when the 113 rode up on it, caught the dad's attention, he bull trucked towards it quick. Well, according to the gentleman, the 113 is about an eight foot tall vehicle. Dad was about a head taller than the vehicle. So he was above eight foot pushing, nine foot tall. Big massive creature. He went from about eighteen yards or feet, I'm not for sure, I forgot which one, but eighteen distance away, and they killed the creature at six foot from the tank. They dropped, it. and they personally put throughout the whole family over a hundred rounds. Four magazines went out. The gunner took out two of the kids, half the mom. The other partner took out half the mom, and this one dude by himself took out those big, big box. uh it was fully auto magazines. everything was fully auto. they just lit them up fully auto. So picture a 30 round magazine fully auto about 10 seconds. And this bigfoot creature went in the distance, 18 feet to six feet eating the bullets. This gentleman said that this bigfoot creature was eating these bullets like nothing. That the dust and debris were flying off of the Bigfoot. Creature. And then he fell to the ground. Well, this gentleman noticed that the sergeant took a forty-five caliber handgun, he took out his magazines, and each creature got a full magazine in its head for a confirmed kill. Pretty wild and fascinating, and this happened about 4 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon. And out of the three gentlemen that laid waste to the Bigfoot family, one of them became an alcoholic. It was a very life-changing experience to meet these creatures. And a lot of people who've met them, this has changed their life completely. And this and, uh, but yeah. So, that's pretty much the story I got. Off this as far as I
0: went? Uh, No, only uh, apparently that wasn't the only uh, family sighting of Bigfoots. I just Googled Bigfoot Knox nothing. Apparently, on ghostandmonsters.com there's a story of a volunteer firefighter who was called, uh, this was this was published, this article was published this year, but it said 15 years ago, so 2005, that he was called by the Fort Knox Army Department to tell the Volunteer Fire Department that there was a fire hidden north. And they were in a four-by-four. Four. When they came around the bend, it was smoky, but they saw in the middle of the road. Looking towards us, about 150 200 foot away, a medium-sized creature step out of the tree line with two smaller ones. Uh, with a male that was about seven, eight feet tall. The medium-sized was definitely female, because of the way that it acted with the little ones. And they were six and a half foot tall, and the small ones were scanning at about five six feet tall so I don't know it's if you believe in Bigfoot or not that's you, know, you have multiple sightings of Sasquatch. I'm still on the fence about the creatures myself. But I do believe that every story's got a truth behind it. Yes, uh
1: I like to camp, go out in the woods. I've never seen a Bigfoot nor do I want to. <laughs> no. uh, it's spooky enough to run into a pack of wolves or a grizzly bear or a black bear. You're talking a primeval fear right there. Yeah, that's bad enough. Okay, uh, for the remainder of the time, I want to talk about a little incident keeping with the Kentucky thing. There was a bunch of, uh, there was a alien Let's talk about aliens. There you go. Aliens in Kelly, Kentucky. Kelly, Kentucky is a little city within inside of Hopkinsville, Kentucky. It's near it. Okay, so Kelly, Kentucky, near Hopkinsville, Kentucky, on August twenty-second, nineteen fifty-five, in the farmhouse of these people, I do not know their names. There was a night raid. There was an alien spaceship that landed. Twelve to fifteen little green men, as they were called back then, descended on this farmhouse. And there was a lot of issues that went on uh an encounter happened where bullets happened to the visitors. There was a bunch of bullets shot at the visitors. The farmhouse was trying to defend itself. The family there. And uh, from what I gathered, according to them, there was five adults and seven children. The farmers. Human versus aliens. In a gunfight. I don't know how the aliens fought back it really to describe that part, but it described that the farmers who were defending the property was a four-hour gun. And I know that this movie, it happened uh, August 22nd, when it happened. Uh, this inspired the movie but Steven Spielberg of E.T. Huh, yes. Why? I do not know. (laughs) Because E.T. was nothing like what this was. And maybe it was because it involved the race. Probably, probably. Now, they took one of their farmers to the hospital, had the sheriff meet him there, and the story was told at the hospital of the. Intense fire fight for And when the farmer, uh, the, uh, the police and sheriffs went back to the house, they seen the barn house and the front door and front windows of the houses all riddled with bullet holes. So, about a thousand rounds were shot within four hours. I think. A lot of rounds. And uh, that's Kelly, Kentucky, and they have an annual event now. Huh. Yes. And uh, you can Google uh, annual event Kelly, Kentucky, or Hobsonville, Kentucky, alien sighting. And it's this festival is due to this incident. And I think that we covered a lot for what goes bump in the night in Kentucky.
0: Exactly. Do you have any? Talk,
1: no, for any seen?
0: of those that are interested though, Hopkinsville, Kentucky Louisville, Kentucky is about three hours uh, drive or about two hundred and seventy miles of the crow flies from Louisville. So 270 miles, you have
1: because Fort Knox is in between all of this. So think about it. Louisville. Has a, mem- uh, a sanatorium that ghosts on Fort Knox had a family of Bigfoot still Hopsonville, alien, alien. So within 300 miles, you have ghosts, Bigfoot, and
0: aliens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So within 300 miles, you have a paranormal stretch going on here. That's amazing. What do you think about that? In 300 miles,
0: you can get Ghost, Bigfoot, and an alien. Kentucky's got everything <laughs> but grass That's right. I think that's going to wrap it up for us today on Sheep Asleep, folks. Hope you enjoyed our podcast as much as we hope you and we enjoyed making and, it.
1: And also, we are also on YouTube Yep, under Sheep
0: Asleep. Find us on YouTube, Sheep Asleep, Spotify, Modify sheep And we're doing this all food. Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. So thanks for joining us.